0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity and World Religions is a book by longtime Unity minister Paul John Roach that connects the dots between Unity teachings and the tenets of the world's religions. Get your copy today at unity.org slash worldreligions.
1: Experience the Difference. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Unlock the power of your
1: dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I am your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream, and so happy to be here with you on Unity Online Radio. The number to call if you have a question to ask um, my guest today, which is Arielle Ford, talking about her sister Debbie Ford's new book, your holiness the number to call is 816-251-3555 in the second half of the show I'll also take questions that you have about dreams or anything that's on your heart or mind I know there's a lot on our hearts and minds at the moment and this is the perfect time to talk about this book and to and to and to just get immersed in Debbie Ford's consciousness um so in a nutshell, let me just – I normally do the prayer, but I want to bring Ariel Ford on to lead the prayer for this show that and a prayer that comes straight out of this beautiful book. Um, so we'll talk about the book in a moment, but basically this is – A book that Debbie was writing before she passed that Ariel found, and she'll give us more of the story. It's quite amazing. And so this is really her last gift to us, this book about the healing power of prayer. And her sister, Arielle Ford, is an amazing being who I've had the blessing to get to interview on several occasions. And Arielle is a love and relationship expert and leading personality in the personal growth and contemporary spirituality movement. For the past 30 years, she's been living, teaching, and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. Permission in life is to teach people how to find love, keep love, and most importantly, wait for it, be love. Ah, Arielle is a gifted writer and the author of 11 books, including the international bestseller, The Soulmate Secret Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction. She also wrote, Turn Your Mate into soulmate. And she also wrote Wabi Sabi Love, which is one of my favorites. She's been called the Cupid of Consciousness and the Fairy Godmother of Love. She lives in La Jolla, California, not too far from me, with her husband and soulmate Brian Hilliard and their feline friends. And Arielle's website is soulmatesecret dot com. That's not cellmate secret. It's SoulmateSecret.com. dot com. Ariel, thank you for joining Hi. me today. <laughs> uh, it's always fun
0: to talk to you. It's always great.
1: I had to say it's not cellmate because sometimes crimes of passion like when people love each other they if they don't get your work if they don't do the work it that's required to turn big love into a sustainable relationship they can turn a soulmate into a cellmate it's not just a given just cuz you love somebody it's like no. sorry to be so dark
0: no. no the beatles had it all wrong when they said all you need is love they they mm-hmm. weren't talking about marriage
1: no no somebody somebody near and dear to me actually just had a quite the eruption and so it's near and dear to me how much we have to we have to fight for our right to have big love in our life we have to earn it i believe it's not just something that falls in our lap thank you Beatles. we love your intention but come on ariel thank god for your work Thank God. Okay, so we have. There's so much we could talk about regarding relationships during the pandemic, and and we've when we have talked about that. But on this show, I we I really want to focus at least for a little while on on your amazing sister Debbie Ford. I first met her through her book, um, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, and she was a dear and one of the best friends of one of my best friends, Cynthia Kersey. And um and then she passed away seven years ago after a long battle with cancer. And can you tell us about tell us about her from your perspective, from the unique perspective of being a sister who was close in so many ways. How tell us about Debbie from your perspective.
0: Well Debbie's mission was to heal herself. You know, mm-hmm. She she had many years as a drug addict, a very, very high-functioning drug addict. Mm. You, you, you looked at her life, you would have thought she was the most successful young woman ever to walk the earth in Miami, Florida. She wow. had seven retail clothing stores and drove a convertible Porsche and always wore the best clothes and went to the hippest, coolest parties. And she was using drugs at a rate that was just beyond frightening. And she went in and out of many treatment centers. And it was at the seventh treatment center when she was 28 years old where she had an experience where she realized if she didn't stop using drugs, she was near death. And that's just a conversation for another day. But <laughs> yeah. what happened was um, she once she got sober... She really threw herself into finding a way to heal. And the first couple of years, she was very active in the AA programs. But it got to a point, I think it was around year three, where she would stand up in a meeting and say, Hi, my name's Debbie, and I'm a drug addict. And she knew it was no longer true. She, she ah. knew that she was no longer a drug addict, and it was a negative affirmation but there was nobody to talk to to have that conversation with you know within within the aa structure which i don't want anybody to think i'm putting it down in any way Wait. shape or form and n- neither right. would she but right. for her she needed to go to another level she always said i need the 13th step <laughs> and so she went to college and she studied <laughs> transpersonal psychology and was introduced to the work of carl jung and came across the concept of the shadow self, that we all have both a light shadow and a dark shadow, and until we can merge the two and embrace and accept both, we're constantly trying to suppress our natural dark sides, whether it's anger, greed, resentment, whatever it is there' we're always trying to push it away, which leads a lot of people to self-medicate with drugs or alcohol or food or sugar or codependent behavior or whatever it is, or all of the above. Um, so she dedicated her life, first and foremost, to learning how to heal herself. And back in those days, and we're, I can't even do the math on how long ago it was. I was doing publicity for both Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and this is back in the early nineties and I had access to not only their writings but audio tapes they had made and information that wasn't necessarily out in the public and any time I got a new little audio tape, audio cassette <laughs> I would send <laughs> I remember it. Those. <laughs> remember those? I would send oh, it yeah. to her. And she called me one day after she had listened to a conversation between Deepak and Wayne. And Deepak had been explaining sort of the quantum physics behind healing and how, you know, like. Uh, every 30 days, your skin cells totally replicate, and you get all new skin cells. And every seven years, you have an entirely new stomach. And I don't remember the rest of that. But basically, right. what she came away with is if if we can, if the body naturally generates all new cells, and if a person who's on death's door with cancer can have a spontaneous healing, then why can't I, as an addict, fully recover? Right. You know, when you think about the logic of that, right? It's mm-hmm. like, yes, well, of course. So she set using herself as a guinea pig and often using me as her other guinea pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she started looking for ways to do that which is how she eventually developed her body of work which was then taught in a weekend workshop called the shadow process and became the content for her international best-selling book the dark side of the light chasers and you know eventually oprah found the book and oprah had her on many many times and you know she sold a lot of books and you know sort Mm -hmm. of launched a platform around 1999-2000 so her, her life was one of commitment, and she was a very, very hard worker. And part of the, the issue was that she was in a closed room with 150 people over the weekends for three days dealing with people's dark sides, dealing mm-hmm. with their deepest, darkest pain. And she had this whole anger process release thing that she would do with people. And I would always say to her, you know, Debbie – you've got to find a way to offload all the negativity that you were in the center of the cyclone with, or it's going to make you sick. And, you know, we tried all these different shamanic things and we got her power bracelets and power rings and, you know, all kinds of native American stuff to try and cleanse her energy field. And, you know, we didn't do a very good job because she ended up having cancer a couple of times. And the very last time, you know, actually killed her. Um, But she fought really hard for a long time. So was she successful in her work? She would say yes. On her deathbed, she said she doesn't regret anything, that that she fulfilled her life's purpose, that even though the last 12 months of her life, she was in constant pain and, you know, just really wasting away. She said it was the best year of her life in spite of literally not being able to leave her bed um so her work really worked for her and it worked for you know thousands of people around the world and there's no simple way to describe it there's no cliff notes to doing shadow work and it's not an easy process and it requires great courage and determination to you know dive that deep into yourself and um I think what I should do is before I tell you the rest of that story is how yeah. how this book came to be. Otherwise I'm gonna yeah. be jumping back and forth.
1: That, I don't so, I don't mind. Jump right in, okay. please. Please.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a very chronological person. I like I to go from it. A to B. So, <laughs> Somebody's um, gotta otherwise, be <laughs> otherwise I forget, you know. So what okay. what happened was so Debbie passed on February seventeenth, two thousand and thirteen. And About a year or two later, I got a call from... James Von Prague, who's a very famous psychic medium, who's also been a family friend for a very long time. And he called to tell me that he had moved to San Diego. He'd been living in in Laguna beach forever. And then he moved to San Diego. And he he said to me, he said, I really want you and, and Brian and your mother to come see my new house. And if you do that, I'll give you a reading with Debbie. Now, Nobody in their right mind would say no to that offer. Right. You can't even <laughs> buy a private reading with James on Prague. Okay. You can right. go sit in a room with three thousand people and hope he picks you. Right. But this is you know, it's like, Yeah, well sure, yeah. And so we did. <laughs> we drove up there and it's a magnificent estate up in like the Bondsville neighborhood, just gorgeous. Oh. And we got the full tour and then we sat down in his office. And Debbie came through instantly, and the first thing she said was, "Ariel, you have to write a prayer book with me. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know how to write a prayer book. And then we went on to some other topics, and then she came back and said, no, Ariel, you have to write a prayer book with me. And I'm like, no effing way. I don't want to write my (laughs) own books, let alone write your books. That's not going to happen. And then James gets this really weird look on his face, and he says, Who's Minnie? Who's mm. Minnie? She keeps talking to me about Minnie. Mm. And at that point, I nearly passed out because I said to him, I said, James, Bo, Debbie's son, has a half-sister half named Minnie. And nobody oh, wow. on the planet knows about Minnie because she grew up in Scotland. You can't even Google this information. And on top of all of that, Minnie isn't even her real name. It's just what the family calls her. Wow. And and Minnie had been visiting us the week before, so the fact that he came up with Minnie was like, holy shit, <laughs> you know. And then Debbie came back again. R E L you have to write a prayer book with me. So we're like 90 minutes into this reading, and I have hypoglycemia. I'm hungry. I want (laughs) to be over. I want to go to lunch. And finally, I said to James, I said, listen, we're going to have to say yes to her because you know how persistent she is. If we don't say yes, she's going to haunt you, and she's going to haunt me, and If we say yes, you're going to have to help me because you're the one who's talking to her, not me. So we agreed, and we said, okay, Debbie, don't know how this is going to happen, (laughs) but yes. So we take James to lunch, and then we're driving home. We're like 45 minutes away from him, and on the ride home, Brian says, you know – When I used to take Debbie to all her chemo treatments, we had hours together, and we talked about everything. And and she often talked about how much prayer was important to her. And I think she even might have told me she wrote a prayer or two. Why don't you call her office and see if they have any copies? I'm like, okay. I never heard about Debbie writing any prayers, but okay. So I get home, and I send Julie, who runs her stuff, I, I send Julie an email. And all it said was do you by chance have copies of any prayers my sister wrote? And she writes me back almost instantly and says, oh, I can do better than that. I have an entire manuscript of prayers that she wrote. That's like, what? <laughs> Send it to me. So she sends me this manuscript and I start reading and I don't stop until I've read all 200 and something pages. It was a fully edited manuscript called Your Holiness that was like a memoir of Debbie falling in love with prayer when she was going through drug treatment, how prayer has helped her in her life and in her career and in her teaching, and every chapter had original prayers that she had written along with all her favorite prayers, you know, by Rumi and Haviz and, you know, Marianne Williamson and, you know, other people. So I'm I'm reading this freaking out, like because I had no I was her literary agent. You would have thought that I would know about this, (laughs) but I didn't know about it. You know, and and so I picked up the phone and I called Gideon, who was both of our editors at HarperCollins. And and Gideon answers the phone and I say, hey, Gideon, hi, it's Ariel. And his response is oh, Arielle, I'm so glad you called. I've been thinking about you. And I was like, what? Why? He said, I feel so guilty. Guilty? Why? What do you feel guilty? He says to me, your sister always wanted to write a prayer book, and I always said no to her and told her to stay in her own lane. And I said to him, well, Gideon, check your inbox because there's no need to feel guilty. I just <laughs> sent you the book. And three days later, he bought the book. And wow. the thing that I was so happy about was I was off the hook. I no longer had to write a book with her. All I had to do was tell the story I've just told, told you in the forward to the book.
1: Uh, so, and make me so, weep in the process. Wow. <laughs>
0: So that's how this book came to be, and I eventually asked Julie. I said, "How is it that I never knew about this book? When did she write it and And she said, "Well, she wrote it when she was um, she was recovering from another trauma that we don't need to go into, and she was home, and after she wrote it. She didn't even show it to you. She just sent it straight to Gideon and Gideon turned it he turned it down, so she never told you about it. Oh,
1: Gideon. <laughs>
0: but you know what was so perfect about it was, you know, had had I known that he turned it down, I would have tried to sell it somewhere else. And it mm-hmm. wasn't the right time. And the right. fact that all of this happened in the way that it happened made it a much more interesting book and story, you know, than than it would have been had it been just another Debbie book. So, right. So the timing was perfect. The fact that James, you know, spontaneously reached out and wanted us to see his house, you know, yeah. all of that. You know, if that doesn't make you believe that the dead are not dead, then <laughs> you're just an unreasonable person.
1: You're just a rock. Oh, <laughs> right. that is so beautiful. And it's I, the first time I heard that her book was coming out. I literally stopped in my tracks. I was like, "Wait a minute! I thought she passed away. How does somebody on the other side come out with a new book?" So the whole just just that by itself altered my point of view like put me in the twilight zone and in the magic zone and then to hear the rest of this story just confirms that I mean her work has always met me at such a deep level and has been so important it's I mean it's kind of I've also been a Carl Jung person devotee and, and I love her perspective on Jung and her ability to translate his work it's been so powerful for me it's like I mean in a way my work has been mostly centered on nightmares, not calling it like the shadow process, but it's very similar, helping people take their right. worst nightmares and transform them and see them differently. So it's so, this is so vital. And to just have this final piece of legacy is just so special. So would you be willing to to share one of your favorite prayers sure. out of sure. this book, Your cool. Holiness? I love the title, by the way. I always yeah, think the book. Of- his holiness is the Dalai Lama has the corner right. on that market. But no, we all have holiness, not just the Dalai Lama.
0: Right. So, they t- so it's titled, Your Holiness, Discover the Light Within. And this is my favorite prayer from the book, and it's called Drenched in Holiness. Dear God, Spirit, Divine Mother, on this day, I ask you to grant this request May I know who I am and what I am every moment of every day. May I be a catalyst for light and love and bring inspiration to those whose eyes I meet. May I have the strength to stand tall in the face of conflict and the courage to speak my voice even when I'm scared. May I have the humility to follow my heart and the passion to live my soul's desires. May I seek to know the highest truth and dismiss the gravitational pull of my lower self. Mm -hmm. May I embrace and love the totality of myself, my darkness as well as my light. May I be brave enough to hear my heart, to let it soften so that I may gracefully choose faith over fear. Today is my day to surrender anything that stands between the sacredness of my humanity and my divinity. May I be drenched in my holiness and engulfed by your love. May all else melt away. And so it is, and it is so. Amen. Now, that's a great prayer, right? Now, that's a freaking prayer. (laughs) If I
1: ever heard one, (laughs) come on. You know, and the the mystical
0: energies that brought it forth, you know, it's just, uh, it's really, truly miraculous how this all came to be. And then on top of that, I discovered a photo photo session she had done in Copenhagen of Mm. photos that had never been used before. So um, the cover photo is one of my all-time favorites. Of Of course, I can't show you over the radio. But if you go to Amazon.com and just punch in Your Holiness, you can not only get the book, but you can see the gorgeous cover.
1: Yeah, I, it's on my Facebook page now. Um, the Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams, and um, and I've tagged you, Arielle Ford, in it as well. So you know, and it's on what? I my have to tell Instagram
0: you too. one other funny thing. When when Gideon first sent me the cover design for this book, um, I called James, and I I said to him, "You gotta." You gotta bring Debbie in right now. You gotta tell me if she approves the cover. <laughs> and he came back and he said she wants the white part reversed to black. <gasps> oh, and wow. that's what makes the because it <gasps> looks like she's standing in heaven with stars when it was reversed to black. So it just <sighs> you know, I would have never thought to do that. But, wow. you know, she even got to, you know, have input into the cover. <laughs>
1: I love that. And it's so fitting with her brand because it's like she had the dark side of Light chaser, right. So to have that darkness and then going into the light and just that hopeful, that, that face, it looks like she's seeing the face of God. Exactly. It's, and her hands are in a prayer
0: position. I mean, it's just, it's everything about the coming together of this book has just been mystical <sighs> and magical and, you know, healing you know, uh, and the fact mm-hmm. that my mother was there to witness the whole thing was so great, because wow. even though James, Jame, you know, James and other channelers had done readings and sessions for her with Debbie, she never really believed it, you know, and now she had irrefutable proof that like she could <laughs> not believe what was going on because she witnessed it.
1: Oh, that is so gorgeous. that what a beautiful, beautiful story. So everyone go to Amazon, get your copy of Your Holiness. We need this book right now. I was just telling somebody the other day who was talking about being depressed uh, during this pandemic and needing hugs and not being able to get them and needing social interaction and not being able to get that. And, and my, you know, it sometimes, I mean, I feel like I'm I'm a gentle soul, but sometimes I feel like there's this drill sergeant in me that barks orders that I try to soften as they leave my mouth. But it was like, you have to work your butt off. And I meant, you know, I didn't say but, I said something else. But you have to go. You have to work hard to claim your serenity and your peace. Like you can't just rest on your laurels you've got to work for it you've got to pick up these books you've got to pray you've got to meditate it takes no skill to be depressed during a double pandemic (laughs) but to be able to do what debbie did i mean in her in her final days in her final time to 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 create a prayer book your holiness this is the solution is to create is to create something prayerful on the other side of the break that we're gonna be on I'm gonna bring on Justin Walden my husband's son who did something very creative that has been um, an alchemizer to to his pain and so I think this book combined with the song how about us is gonna be kind of a magical thing so Arielle Ford her website is the soulmate secret.com also get arielle's books wabi-sabi love the soulmate secret so many great books we'll be right back here don't go away we'll take your questions on the other side of this break we're glad you found us this is unity online radio the voice of an awakening world
2: dream interpretation and a lot more welcome
1: back to ask dr dream with kelly sullivan walden thank you so much for joining us today on the ask dr dream show i'm so i'm I want to say excited, but I'm just—I feel like I'm just a weepy, weeping mess, um, full of happy tears because this book, Your Holiness, is so profound, and I'm just so grateful to you, Ariel Ford, bringing coming onto the show and talking about your sister's incredible book, and the story behind the story is so important at this time especially, and. About you, because right now during this this double pandemic, we've got people are really struggling in relationship, whether they're together with their partner or whether they're single and they're wishing for somebody or they're feeling lonely. You've got some great resources for people who are single um, during this time. Can you tell them how tell people how they can get it?
0: Yes. Right now, for anybody who's single, this is the best time ever on planet Earth. To meet your soulmate. And I know that sounds <laughs> counterintuitive, but I'm giving away a free ebook on how to do it. It's you know, it's called the free online dating guide. And if you go to my website, soulmatesecret.com, it will pop up. It's a little pop up and you just have to uh, fill in your email and you'll get instant access and then you can go manifest the love of your life.
1: And not just manifest them, but then you've got additional tools about how to how to keep them. Arielle Ford, thank you so much for joining me and thank you for bringing through your incredible sister, Debbie Ford, and her work and her latest work, Your Holiness. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. It's always a pleasure having you in my world. Thank you. Well,
0: thank you for the opportunity. I'm always happy to share your holiness.
1: Thank you. Okay. All right. So switching gears, but not going too far because speaking of being whole and and soulmate and all of this, um, in just a moment, I'm going to play a song for you. I don't normally play music on this show and I should because it's music is such a powerful conductor of and communicator of energy. Um, and by the way, those of you who've been waiting to get your dreams interpreted, just hang on. I'm going to be with you in just a few minutes. You're going to want to hear this song and the story behind this song so let me just tell you a tiny bit. So my husband, Dana Walden, in the early 80s wrote a song called How About Us. He was part of a a band, um, a pop R&B band called Champagne, and they still play How About Us and the follow up song Try Again. And Justin, Dana's song is an amazing musician, creative being, and he'll tell the more the deep and juicy version of the story. But I just want to say he created a remake of How About Us, inspired by the times that we're living in now. He's changed some of the lyrics, added a rap, made it more contemporary. And instead of it just being a love song between two people that love each other that are saying, hey, how about us? He's made it more about a song to from humanity to the world and maybe from the world to humanity. So Louie, go ahead and play for us. How about us?
3: It's been hundreds of years in a system of hate. So the anger is real is to heal and before it's too late we can share what we feel we can learn to relate relate to the pain relate to the need there's more than enough when we end all the greed not a change is to risk and to risk is to trust who will answer the call how about us no way to make this short and sweet
1: that's the problem when i'm listening to something that's making me cry i muted myself and forgot i was muted so everybody thought that i had fallen off the planet so sorry about that <laughs> it was just me boo-hooing over here <laughs> justin walden aka scarecrow adams or the other way around scarecrow adams aka justin walden that was amazing that song just i mean i've always loved this song but you know, I'm now I love it even more, I have to say. It's a med- so tell us the story of how how it came to you to to have the audacity to rewrite a classic in the brilliant way that you did.
4: Well, I've I've always wanted to do a version of it and tried many times and failed. And then a few years ago doing a radio show in Colorado, I played the original vinyl and heard in the in the bridge I heard Paulie Sing he sings, are we going to make it girl? And I heard, are we going to make it world? And I went, Oh, I can turn this into a global love song. And so I failed a few times, tried it a few times, tried to get some other people to help me with it. And then when the the protests and the, the writing started happening, I'm like, now is the time to do it. And uh, and then I uh, started doing it and then enlisted the help of my friend, Wes Hamill. And we, uh, Retooled the lyrics to fit the times, and um, and then sent it to Dad, and he flipped out. And then, we you know, went on to finish it, and and uh, and then made a video. So now here we are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, so everybody, you got to go to YouTube, and I think if you just put in the search, "How about us?" and that's "bout" with like a a little.
4: Probably the best way is Scarecrow Adams TV on YouTube, and then type in "How about us." because uh, the there's a whole bunch of how about
1: us is, um, oh that's uh, true you gotta it's the new version is bringing bringing the bringing the love so like, scarecrow adams tv on youtube put in how about us bring in the love and we got to give a shout out to polly carmen who's featured in in that and i love the some people I can't do it like that, yeah. like he does. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> God, I, I hear that. I, I just want to loop that over and over again. But it's so incredible. And I was just talking to Arielle about her sister Debbie's book and how Debbie wrote her book, this creative manifesto, during one of her really dark times while she was battling cancer. It's one of the best things we can do when we're going through a difficult time is to do something creative that could possibly even be a contribution to other souls that are also struggling. So here you did that. I mean, you were, you said you were you know watching the black lives matter protests and, and that kind of moved you. I mean, you could have gone the other way. You could have just gotten really depressed. So. Well,
4: what? <laughs> yeah. The only way to the only way to fight that is to make something and, uh, and try to make something that can to maybe heal my, my struggles. And then that can uh, spread out to the others that listen to it. You know?
1: So what are you, what are you hoping, like, what's your dream for this song and this amazing video that you put together? What's your hope for this?
4: Well, I just, I mean, I hope as many people get to see it and can be touched by it, but I just kind of wanted to do something that we see enough of the ugliness on TV. And, uh, I just wanted to show, I wanted to show the goodness and uh, and the possibility that there can be good in the world, and, right. and so that's and what I it. did. That's what I tried to show in the video was. Um, to show the, the good moments about humanity and how things, how people Right. Can, and it's not can...
1: just like a Disney film. It's not just with a bunch of like little happy squirrels running around hugging each other, but it's like it goes into the nitty gritty. It goes into the pain, but it shows what's possible. It shows unlikely people coming together that you wouldn't expect. it's So it's, it's I need to see it over and over. In fact, I have seen this video about 50 times <laughs> at least and every time i see it each time i feel like it is a healing elixir to my soul so i think this is not just a video to watch watch once and share with all your friends it's a video to watch over and over and yeah share it with all your friends i think we need to see it so that we have this vision of what's possible not just the worst case scenario for humanity but the best oh, thank yeah. you justin thank you thank so you. much so the best place, so one more time, let's make sure people know where they can hear it, all the places where people can hear and download the song and also watch the amazing uh, video you created.
4: Well, you can find the, the Scarecrow Adams on any of the streaming platforms, iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp. Um, you can find me on Facebook and find all of the links. And then the YouTube channel is Scarecrow Adams TV.
1: Scarecrow Adams TV. And happy birthday, by the way, fellow Leo. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> what a great birthday present. It's the best uh-huh. thing for a Leo to do is to give themselves a big present. So then there's no like, hey, how come nobody did that? Blah blah blah. It's like you just did it. You just did it for yourself. And so everything else is icing on the cake.
3: I'm so proud of
1: you. So proud of you. Yay. How about us? All right, Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Come back again and let's just maybe just keep on playing the song. All right. Have a beautiful (laughs) day.
4: Thank
1: you. Take care. Bye. All right. So let's do, let's take some dreams. Let's hear what you guys have been dreaming about or what you want to talk about after having heard How About Us, this new version, and also um, hearing about your holiness. So, what's on your heart, Denise? No show show would be complete without having Miss Denise on with us. What's on your heart today, Denise? Hi, how are you? It's
2: been a great show so far. I must say, you, as they say in the cooking, you put your you put your foot in this show. (laughs) 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 You put your foot in this. Okay, I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Um. Quickly, because you know I'm always just all hyped up. Okay. Uh, I'm a I'm. I am a, uh, how do you say, I was raised Catholic.
0: Okay, same here. Just a same devoted Catholic
2: my, my family, yeah. And I'm not, you know, I didn't stay with it as I got to an adult, but I I same. was big on the Virgin the Virgin Mary. My mother yes. always wore the, the, the necklace, and uh, I have the statues in my house. Anyway, mm. I have a pennant, and it's missing the gold chain. And I think about it every day in waking life and just walking around. So anyway, mm. I guess it must be been on my mind, so I decided to go to sleep and dreamed that I was at the gro- uh, grocery store, Lord, the jewelry store, R.A. store. And I went okay. to the counter, and the lady, um, I was t- told I was looking for uh, a chain to go for my virgin mother. And um, mm. she just went in there, went in the case and pulled out a bunch, and they were all on a, um, oh, what do you call it? They were all just on something. They were all in a circle of motion, and it was a okay. thick one, a thin one, a rope, one different kind. Okay. And I just said, okay, well, uh, le- you know, let me take my time and see which one would be best with this. And of course, she walks away. So the dream there was about fifteen gold necklaces
3: that mm. I could
2: I could pick from. I would say about ten or fifteen because it was on a rack. She took that okay. thing from underneath. The, I'm not a big jewelry girl, but mm-hmm. she took the thing from underneath the counter, and I had a I had a long line of of jewelry. I mean, necklaces. So the dream ended with me just okay, now which one am I gonna get? But they were all gold, they were all pretty. I don't know the price, I didn't get that far, it didn't really matter to me. I was gonna go to get a, get a gold chain for her anyway, meaning mm. the Virgin Mother. I wanna get a tattoo so I can stop maybe wearing a necklace and just have her on me at all times, and I'm protected. That's, great. That's my attitude, Ooh. just get a doggone tattoo. That's what the dream was, I was at the counter looking at gold necklaces. And like mm. I said, in waking life I think about that, so I don't know why. I went to sleep and actually dreamt it, but that's why I'm talking to you.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, I love this dream. And, Denise, we have so much in common. And if Nancy was here, too, she'd be just going and off the charts. I know. I started
2: to because... save it because, you know, I have dreams. I dream all the time. started to save that one because I have other ones. And so, oh, should I wait for Nancy and do another one? that's no, okay. I didn't know
1: no, this is important. I'll, I'll tell her all about it. So she'll she'll be up to speed on our next conversation. But we we've all were raised Catholic and not necessarily following that path today but kind of as a as a touchstone or as a leaping off point for our spirituality and also the virgin mary mother mary is such a like a huge figure in my life and in hers and um especially in this last year i know nancy would say that especially but we have a and and the Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is the kind of the Mm -hmm. Mexican version. Anyway, so she's super important, Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. connects. So in your dream, she connects. You connect this also with. You said your mother had given this to you, or was did I just misunderstand? No, my
2: mother just wore it as a child. She has that chain on today.
1: Okay, she's got that little
2: pin. Yes, I remember seeing it as a child. And I, she oh. just always wore it. She still wears it to this day. And then okay. my sister was, and she had statues. So I have statues of Got her, it. big and small, in my home. I believe in her. She protects wow. me. That's where I was oh. raised anyway.
1: <laughs> mm, that's beautiful. Well, I think, I think she is. I mean, this woman is, she might True. seem so demure, but she is a power powerhouse and a perfect one to pray to. so to me this this dream is pretty straightforward from where I sit it feels like to me if it were mine chains are kind of like it feels like an umbilical cord it feels like a connecting link and I want to have her around my neck I want to have her and maybe there's and I and I love that you even skip to the chase about the how you're gonna activate this dream I'm gonna just get a tattoo so I don't even have to worry about wearing it because you're not much of a jewelry wearing girl so just having her on but to me i think of that gold connection gold in a dream by the way is can represent ex- exquisite high spiritual energy there's a lot of oh. you know, jeremy taylor the late great jeremy taylor used to always go nuts whenever gold would show up in a dream because he felt like it was the sign that whoever oh and i'm just getting this this very bizarre sound just kind of moving through my head right now i feel like jeremy taylor may be mixed with debbie ford and gypsy and mm-hmm. and mary it's like yes there's this mm-hmm. high level it's like alchemy gold is the outcome is the, is the highest form of alchemy so this feels like you've got your choice in the ways that you connect with her the ways that mm-hmm. you wrap her around you you are at choice and she and yet you might i mean so to me choice. It's about all these different options of different ways to connect, like prayer, Mm. meditation, conversation, dreams, so many ways to connect. But there she is. And Mm -hmm. here's another, here's one last little piece that might sound blasphemous to some, but I'm going to risk it. I believe everyone and everything in our dream is an aspect of ourselves so i would even say i would even go out on a limb and say the virgin mary the virgin mother is an aspect of self is this holiness like debbie ford's book your holiness is this aspect of feminine wholeness that is also you that isn't this external piece of jewelry or an iconic figure she's the highest aspect of you Mm -hmm. so I would I, I I feel really happy about this dream. This dream really moves me. So, what are you getting from this? What What are you going to take with you? And are you going to get that tattoo? And if so, maybe I'll join you, Nancy. And I um <laughs>
2: um I get the same thing, and it's funny because I'm so into dreams but I'm doing meditation, I love yoga, I'm buying these books, I'm going broke, because every time one of your people come on, I go buy the doggone book, and I just got tons of books, so I'm getting into more to the meditation, I was already into the crystals, I'm mm. you know, I'm into dreams already, and I hate to say it, I'm into a, I'm into a little bit of astrology, and I yeah. like mediums, I'm an Aquarius, I like all that stuff, if somebody That's could great. read my palm, which they have, I would let them read it. I just I just believe people have (laughs) gifts, and I believe God gives them to them, and I'm not going to judge anybody. I wish I could be the bomb. So I I see me branching out into all that, and I'm already doing it. Slowly, but nothing I love Mm. like I love dreams, but there's other aspects. It's not just about all dreams. All that stuff is deep. Meditation, mediums, psychics. That stuff just does something to my spirit, but I love God, too.
1: One thing I want to say, well, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Patty Ashley, who's listening, who just texted in and said, I love your radio show today. Yes, to Jeremy Taylor and Mary Magdalene, too. I didn't know that part. Dr. Oh. Patty Ashley, maybe you could jump on the line and tell yeah. me more about that. The number is 816-251-3555. <laughs> oh my god, so Denise, this is fabulous and I love Okay, here's here's what I want to say to you. I always say this about dreams, but I think this is true about the mother as well. We take one step toward her, she takes 10, maybe 100. Oh taking the step to go to the jewelry store go to the counter and make the move to to reconnect to make to get this connecting link to her Mm. to me is that step and you've made the step so now i would just say your next step is to be receptive to the grace that is going to surely come your way via the mother so Mm. bring it on keep us posted thank you so much
2: You are so deep, girl. You're so deep. deep.
1: <laughs> hey, what did you think of "How About Us"? Did you or did you know the song, the original "How About Us"? Yes, yes, I did. Of course, I
2: did. You like you said, it's an inspirational song. You can just put that in your ears and go run five miles, and you can't even run. And like, where am I getting <laughs> this energy from? And it's coming from the song. You know, you, awesome. you start to think about just moments and time, and you just start, like you said, music can make you do wonders. It can make you do jumping jacks, and, and and where am I getting this energy? But music is good for the soul. It is. It is.
1: And so are you, Denise. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank, you thank you so you. much. I'll see you next time. Well, Anna, de thank de you tabio. for joining us, they too. Are, oh, my goodness. So, y... Oh, Anna, she's speaking Spanish. Puerto Rico.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm going to put her on hold. <laughs> Anna's in Puerto Rico Anna next time I'm gonna bring you on earlier we want to hear your dream and we want to give you plenty of time next time we'll bring you on more towards the top of the show so I just want to thank everyone for listening thank you dr. patty for contributing that bit and affirming and just saying shout out to Jeremy Taylor and Mary Magdalene let's just let's just call this the Mary Magdalene and the mother Mary show all of the above and a big shout out to justin walden aka scarecrow adams scarecrow adams tv is how you find him on youtube and then just put in how about us bring in the love and Ariel ford thank you so much for sharing you and your sister's latest work your holiness thank you so much everyone for joining me and until we meet again next week oh you can join me on twitch on saturday by the way twitch.com and i'll see you next week until then sweet dreams
0: Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
4: Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.